0: You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with Big Design, Small Budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth.
1: Hi, I'm Betsy Helmuth and this is Big Design, Small Budget the show where I share with you the tips and tricks I've learned after designing a thousand apartments. That's right. A thousand apartments. I have seen everything. I have seen legit hoarders. I have seen a family that kept their Christmas tree up year round and they were Jewish. Go figure. I have seen a family with six kids living in a two bedroom apartment and we designed it. We made it better. And i would say I made it fabulous and all on a budget so that's what I'm going to be sharing with you with this podcast my mission is to tell you the things I've learned to show you the things that I know so that you can implement them in your space whether you have five bucks or five thousand dollars it's really that easy whether you're designing with Mel crates or you're going to room and board these are principles that translate so I'm going to be sharing them with you and I really want to just give away all my secrets with this fabulous podcast, and I want you to call in with your questions, because I want to answer the things that you need to know. I'm here for you, so send them in, and in the meanwhile, let me tell you a little bit more about myself. So my name is Betsy Helmuth, as I established earlier, and I'm a mom of two kids, two and four, I'm a wife of a husband who happens to be a hoarder, we'll discuss that in future episodes, and I'm also the mom of a dog, a chihuahua who has muddy feet and um, questionable chewing issues. So I have been there, I have designed that, whether it's for my own space or for my clients. The other thing that you should know about me is I came into interior design in sort of a circuitous way. So some of you know from reading my bio on my website, affordableinteriordesign.com, that I worked for Tom Felicia, uh, who was a designer from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. I was his apprentice for nine months, and that's really where I got my education in terms of being an interior designer. But that is not where I started. So let's take it back. When I first moved to New York, I was a painter for people's apartments. Well, actually, I was a waitress. But on the side, I was painting for people's apartments. I was making them custom paintings and I would go to their space. And most of them were in finance or had quite a bit of money. And I would go to these fabulous apartments and I'd be measuring for this amazing painting I was going to make. And then I would look around their apartment and I was like, oh, this place is tragic. I know you are paying the big bucks in rent and you need some better furniture. There would be big open spaces, no rugs, no lamps. Nothing was cohesive. Yooch! So one day, I was with this client who was in finance, and he was being kind of flip with me, you know, one of those funny, charismatic guys. And so I decided to just keep it real. And I was like, I am very happy to make you a painting and to take your money for that painting, but what you really need is a new apartment. The place is fabulous, but this furniture is sad. So I said, I will go back and I'll make you a sketch for a new apartment or a fabulous painting and I will charge you the same amount to execute either one and you can choose. So I went back and I made all these fabulous sketches and of course I poured my heart into creating a fabulous design for his apartment. That's what I wanted him to go with. So I show up to his apartment a week later and I have my two presentations and he chooses the apartment. It's my first chance and I'm so excited. I have way too much creative energy. I custom designed shelves. I decided to make this fabulous wall that would have a leather treatment just like his fabulous leather couch. I used butcher's wax. I got into it. I was new at this design thing, but I was very excited and I even made two paintings for the space. I was pumped that he had taken a chance on me and I was going to make this my baby. I worked so hard. Every day, I was there making this place fabulous. So I'm all done. Things are looking great, and I'm returning with the carpenter who has the custom shelves, and we're gonna put them up, and I'm gonna take my after pictures. And I walk up to the doorman with the carpenter, and the doorman says, you've been denied access. I've been going in every day for a month. You know me, doorman. What's going on? And he said, the tenant has told me to deny you access. I was devastated. I didn't understand. I thought there must be some kind of mistake. So, of course, I call the guy. No answer. Uh, And then, of course, I email the guy. No answer. Three weeks later, I hear back from this guy. And, of course, these three weeks, I've been in constant turmoil. And not only was I really upset that I didn't get my after pictures, but I felt duped. I felt like, what's going on? And also, I had put money into this place. Who do you think bought the butcher's wax? Who was buying these paint samples? I was so naive that I was just paying for it by myself. And um, on a waitress budget, that's pretty rough. So finally, he emails me back. I'm so pumped. What's the explanation? And he gives me this total runaround that he's been evicted from his apartment, that he lost his job, that he's checking into a mental institution. And then from a friend of a friend of a friend who worked at his same business, I heard that he went to Paris with his girlfriend and they decided to move because in fact he had lost his job basically I was getting all these different stories the bottom line is he got kicked out of the apartment because he wasn't paying rent anymore and I was devastated because not only did I feel duped but I felt like I had been so unprofessional I had been so naive to just assume that this would all work out and that he really would pay me I hadn't taken any deposits or anything I didn't know what to do I was so... Young, I didn't know about small claims court, I didn't know I had rights, I just thought I had been ignorant. And so, rather than feeling bad and just punishing myself, I decided I would get revenge. And the only way I knew how to get revenge was to learn the right way. I was like, I'm gonna learn what a real designer would have done. I actually had no aspirations to be a designer, I just wanted to to prove to myself that I could have done it right and that I'm gonna learn how. So I didn't know any interior designers, but I did watch Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And so at the end of the episode, I saw his name and I just Googled him and he was based, Tom Felicia, was based in Soho. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's not too far from here. So I wrote him an email and unbeknownst to me, he was desperate for apprentices because he was just getting super famous and the phones were ringing off the hook and he took me on. I just showed up. I didn't have any after pictures. All I had was my painting portfolio and those sketches I'd made for that guy's apartment. And I showed up wide-eyed, not expecting anything, and I got the job. And the next day I started as his apprentice. The next day I was shopping for Hamptons houses and I was picking out juice glasses that cost 40 bucks a piece. And I mean, I shopped at Kmart. It was blowing my mind and from that, Not only did I get my revenge, I learned how to become a designer, I watched every invoice that went through, I was like, oh he takes a deposit first. But also I just absorbed design knowledge like a sponge. I just took in everything that I could. Not knowing I'd be a designer, but knowing I needed to empower myself. And I left Tom after 9 months. And I realized what was really inspiring me was creating affordable designs. You know, I was working for his high-end firm and we were doing celebrity homes and that was really fun, but it didn't work for me because I was like, I think I could get a couch like that at Creighton Barrel and instead we're custom ordering it and waiting six months and shipping it from France and I don't get it. Why don't we just go to Crate and Barrel? So that's why I decided to start Affordable Interior Design because I feel like you can get a high-end look on a tight budget and you don't need a lot of money to make your place fabulous. That's been my mission ever since I started back in 2005 and that's what I hope to bring to you with this podcast, with the work that I do in New York City with my clients, and of course with my book, Big Design, Small Budget. It's fabulous. I share all my tips. And that's my story. The long and the short of it, it's a story I don't tell that often because it's pretty painful. I still don't know what happened to that guy. I've designed twice in his building since, and every time I walk in his lobby, I get like flop sweat. And um, I feel sad and empowered at the same time because without that, I never would have become an interior designer. And look at me now. I got a podcast so thanks so much for listening to me now i feel like we're friends and i want to answer your design questions so send them in to me you can send them in via just a plain old email or you can send me a voice memo to betsy at affordable interior design.com once again betsy at affordable interior com, and of course you can find me on the web affordable interior design.com and you can check out my book big design small budget i cannot wait to help you start designing and let's kick it off with episode one Talk to you soon.
0: You think that this is where you belong Walking the streets like a dog